all the stuff. Um, what? What the hell did you just ask me that I said? I don't know. Let's answer it on the show, and I can't remember what it was. Oh, about uh, Matt, how all that stuff with Matt Fair and all that's going. Oh, it's great. Studio. That's that's what's going cool. on right now with the group chat. I'm gonna um, put us together here, and just we'll call this the beginning of the show. <laughs> Sweet, man. <laughs> How's that? that? Works. How's that? That works. Oh, I want to <laughs> see. This always bothers me. I'm gonna see if I can do this. I'll zoom in just a little bit here. Make us more similar in size. I think. There we go. That's a little better. There it is. All right. What's up, brother? <laughs> How are you? Good to see you, Jay. No, I'm good. Oh, look at this. I didn't even do a card. That is a riot. I was, uh, yeah, I started talking to you instead, and here we are, 5 o'clock, and we're on the show. That's <laughs> totally winging funny. it Well, today, in that man. case, to- today is Tuesday, August 11th, I think, which is cool, because it's an 11, and uh, and it's Tuesdays with Tori. Thank you for joining us here in the playset. Our buddy up here is Tori Alonso, and uh, the stuff we're doing tonight is pretty exciting. Um, actually, I forgot to do this. Let's do this. That wasn't awkward even a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) We haven't talked in a while, so we're just like so excited to get to the talking part that's like, oh, forget the intro. But yeah, I I am very, very happy to see you. I am really, really happy to see you. I am very, very happy to see our friend at home. Uh, It it was Thursday that it hasn't even been a full week, but for some reason in my brain, I feel like it's been two weeks. I know. I know. It's crazy. Yeah. So so we're shaking with you. Let's start there. Not much, man. Um, I've been talking to Ray a lot uh, the last few days because they're setting up the exhibits at one Porsche Drive in the Heritage Gallery, and obviously my car got there okay, and it's all staged now, and we're getting we're getting his video to him so they can play the video in conjunction with the car being there, and Ray's set up this awesome little space where people can sit on these little leather benches and and watch this video that we've been talking about all day. Have you seen it? It's have you seen really the layout cool. and everything? I have, yeah. He he showed me pictures. I haven't seen all the cars yet, but um okay. he showed me kind of where my car is at and um like where uh, in the heritage gallery it is, which is it, awesome. So it, Exactly. Our good friend Ray Schaefer was very, very nice to take a video and and give us a nice little mini tour, a little little sneak peek uh, of the exhibit. However, however, um, because of how much uh, material and, and assets are in the uh, exhibit, there was some hoops to jump through before we could actually show it. So it didn't make it uh, to tonight's air. However, uh, I think it will end up being a good thing because it will allow him to show more things in the future. What I wanted to say, though, was I have seen where your car looks. I've seen the display, and I'm so excited for you. Awesome. I know I am, too. It, it's it's an amazing space. Um, Ray's expertise has really um, shined through with all of this, and, and th- there's a reason that Ray's in charge of the Heritage Gallery when you see it because his... The lighting is amazing and, you know, just the way he curates everything. And and there's always this this nice flow with the cars as you walk through the gallery. And it's it's really cool. I can't wait to I'm going to fly down eventually and go check it out in person once things kind of, you know, settle down or whatever. But, yeah, I'm really excited about it. It's going to be great. Gonna be Good great. luck on the settle down of it all. Let me know how that goes. <laughs> yeah, I, know, <laughs> I know, man. I know it probably never will now. Oh, this I don't know. I hope so, too. But it just seems like every day crazier and crazier. I oh, know. 
Um, I will say this, you know, at the end of the show, sometimes I'll say like, oh, you know, it's getting crazy out there and stuff like that. That's true. And I mean all that. But another thing that I really want to recognize is that it's there seems to be a split for every bit that's crazy or every person that's a little on the edge or whatever. I do believe or it seems to me, at least out here, that there is also the counter side to it. The people who are warmer or more friendly or whatever are like much, much more so. So I'm hoping right. that maybe in the end this thing balances out somehow. I don't know. Maybe I'm a wishful I thinker. So. I, I'm the same way, though. Like, I'll kind of seek out, like, the stories on the Internet that, like, you know, people are doing good things and, you know, going above and beyond to try and, you know, counterbalance all the crazy shit that's going on right now. So I don't know. We'll see what happens. But, yeah, yeah I'm like I'm like you. I'm kind of like a glass half full. Let's see um, where this goes. Well, I should thank our friend at home for tuning in tonight and talk about what we're planning on doing. We are planning on uh, – there's a few things happening tonight. Uh, one, perhaps most importantly since we've already started talking about it, we are going to be doing the world premiere of the Old Soul short film uh, that Mr. Mm. Uh, VW for Life, Tori Alonzo, had a very, very big part in. Uh, I don't want to leave out the other parties, however, though. Do you want to recognize them later when we play it? Or do you want to talk Definitely. about it now? Yeah, yeah, we could do that. Yeah, yeah, we're going to talk about it now. It doesn't matter. Um, I mean, we have credits, but we don't have to watch the credits. But um, yeah, just a quick shout out to um, Matthew Little, who helped um, kind of coordinate the whole thing. It was kind of his idea to do this. As soon as I got my car, he was like, let's do a video with this and let's do a photo shoot at the track. And Was you know, he the actual videographer stuff. and camera and photographer? Um, no, like um, Carl Nyquist was was one of the camera guys. There was a couple other ones um, that helped as well. There was a drone operator. Um, um, Matthew was kind of like the guy that put everything together and then just kind of trusted me to tell the story and, you know, bring my car out and, and we went from there. And then, and then I have to give a shout out to my friend, Bob Hogue, who scored the entire thing. And when you hear it and watch it, you're going to love it because the music is just unbelievable. My friend, Bob lives in Phoenix and he kind of does this for a living. He's a sound engineer and record producer and, and he's kind of, started to make a, a foray into the soundtrack and movie scoring world. So he was happy to help with this um, because there's not a lot of bands that are recording right now, obviously because of COVID. So he's like, Hey, let me, uh, let me take a stab at this and, and let's see what we can do with it. So I'm excited for everyone here to music in it too. Cause it's, it's really cool. It's not just like we, we didn't just, you know, pull stuff from, you know, a catalog somewhere or. You it's know, not canned like, production music. It's actually no, uh, no, no, composed no. for like, this. Yes. Yeah. It's all kind of bespoke music and yeah, it's cool. It's really neat. And now it's fascinating to be a part of that too, you know, because Bob would, he'd come up with something and then he'd be like, you know, what, what mood are you trying to convey here? And, and we were very, um, in, in sync as far as all of that was concerned. So it was nice because we, we worked well together and I think the results will show that. So, oh man, that's so cool. Hear it and see it. Yeah, yeah. That's so cool. All right, well, in addition to doing that in just a few minutes, we are also going to be uh, doing a Hunziker giveaway. A giveaway awesome. from uh, 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 our friends over at Hunziker Design, Nicholas Hunziker and uh, and Heather, of course. Uh, we've got a face mask. Actually, awesome. do you want to... No, I'll just say we're, we're going to do this in a little bit. How's that? We'll, we've got to, Of course, I've been wearing this one all the time because, I don't know, it just... I think it's the one and the meatball, I guess, it's is the why one. I liked it. And the red, of course, <clears throat> goes with the yellow. Um, there are tons, there are tons, there are tons, all, I don't want to say all of his designs, but some of his like really recognizable designs I notice are there. And then some just like famous Porsche designs. What is the one you brought up the other day? Was it the, uh, 
the hippie, the, the hippie, hippie car. Yeah, like the hippie 917 and the pink pig liveries. He's got some of those. He's got, you know, some of the different interiors, the Pepita and the Pasha. And yeah. He's got some really cool stuff. I got the yeah. Pasha right here, and I don't have the uh, uh, house tooth anymore because Mrs. Ryan's wearing it all the time, who is on assignment, by the way. I forgot to mention earlier. Um, uh, I just think they're really, really cool uh, as far as designs. We have to wear masks these days. I mean, like, literally, it's the law here. You have to wear a mask. Um, right. So uh, why not get uh, a cool one from a friend who you support? So uh, shophonsaker.com. And, and by the way, if you see somebody not wearing a mask, you say to them, hey, man, need a mask? Shophonsaker.com. There you go. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> oh, it's good stuff. Um, and so we're going to be giving away uh, one. And by the way, you get to choose. It's not one of these that have been sitting on my desk or on my face or Mrs. Ryan's face. You'll get to choose your own and then they'll send you a nice fresh one. That's how that's what if how they that want goes. the one that you've been wearing? It's like not the you know, not the one that I've been wearing. Yeah. <laughs> there are yeah, aren't there there are even later night uh, websites that have previously worn items for sale, aren't there? <laughs> yeah. I <laughs> on think the they interweb. Call that Craigslist and Facebook, like the used panty market is crazy. Oh my yeah. goodness gracious. But I was trying yeah. not to actually say the used panty well, come market. On, but... man. I mean we're all friends, we're all adults here. <laughs> it's used panties. <laughs> Did you see how late night that last night when they were talking about used panties for sale? <laughs> yeah, I thought that was supposed to be like Mr. Rogers that show. What the heck? <laughs> as the followers are dropping off as we speak. No, or actually, I don't they may think be so. Joining in, maybe be like, oh, used panties. I think the whole now thing you're talking. Is a riot. Now you speak in my language. I think the whole thing is a riot. I, uh, you know what I mean? Like this thing says I'm live, but I don't know how everything in YouTube changes every two days. So it's like this says. I don't know. It's stream help set up. Like, I, I don't even know. I'm going to shut the whole thing, and we're going to have to give the, the damn things away on Instagram. <laughs> I'm glad you know all that, because that's... Dude, I don't know that stuff. That is, I was just I'm saying I don't know it. Instagram. Oh, I'm like, just telling you, you know I don't it, know it. You know it better than I do, even, though. <clears throat> I'm doing good to get on Instagram. Here, I'm going to show you what the hell I'm talking about here. I can't do anything, because usually this... Whatever's underneath this is what I need to get to. But I can't because oh, you close close that can't won't let you do it. it the only options are oh you have to start something like oh, look at this like start this shit like all See, right I'm start involved. that built-in webcam recommended for first-time creator I don't need a webcam streaming software required yes you see what I mean like it's a whole so now is it gone I don't know <laughs> I don't know I, I yeah, find I don't it know how uh, people deal with that. This again feels very Tom Green to me, and I don't mind it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, everybody, watch us while we figure this shit out. I know we've yeah, been doing exactly. that for two years, but hey, yeah. what's one more night? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> the pursuit of perfection. That's funny. Well, you know, there's something about knowing you'll never hit perfection, but 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 still aiming for that high mark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know it's unachievable. It's not even a real thing. It's 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 wizardry. It's, but meanwhile you're your still head. always shooting for for further than what's what seems possible. Yep. I don't know. I guess that maybe that's how we got to the moon in the end of this decade and the other things. Perhaps. It's true too. I was watching Here here you go. I was uh and we'll talk about the rest of the show and the other stuff in just a minute, but whatever. I was uh are you going down any rabbit holes this week? Is there anything new we should talk about that you're watching? Uh, let me think this week. Um, I watched the Netflix special on immigration nation. That was pretty interesting because it, it's kind of two sided. Like okay. you kind of see both sides of the issue and that was pretty interesting. And I learned something that even if you're, um, even if you served in the military, you can still be deported, which I think is kind of crazy. Whoa. 
Yeah. Wait, well, so for what was, crime? Um, oh, you mean as a as a as a non legal? Oh, whoa. Yeah, that does yeah. Not seem right. You. Yeah, I know. If, I agree. Like, if you if you're putting your, your life, life on the, the line country, for the yeah, yeah, and then you get pulled over for speeding or something, it can still deport you. Not cool. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, there's something first, to be said I, for following the rules. I get that, but like that's that's a tough one. I agree. Well, I just you know what surprised me is the fact that you can be here illegally yet still enlist with the military. Like you'd think that there'd be things that would be in place first to where you couldn't even get to that point that you could be a Marine if you don't even have papers or documentation or citizenship. I thought that was kind of strange, but I'd agree with all that, but I'm always surprised when like, Oh, drive when they want to like take driver's licenses away. And I was like, Oh, well, how do you, Mm -hmm. eh, whatever. And I just think, well, there's obviously a lot about it. I don't know. And I kind of come down to that with most of the things. I think that everything is kind of a, you know, it's made to seem like everything's very black and white. I'm pretty sure that every single thing is gray, (laughs) just variant shades of gray. Yeah, yeah. So that was a pretty interesting series. I haven't finished it yet. I think I'm on like episode five or six of it or something. But um, I, I learned a lot of stuff I didn't know about the whole immigration system. It was pretty interesting, you know politics aside i just thought it was kind of fascinating like you know what some people have to go through to get into the country and then what other people do to get here illegally and it's it's good i mean it's i uh each episode's different so i was gonna say yours is more timely than mine but maybe with the space force announcement and everything else today maybe it's the same but my rabbit hole um not a rabbit hole but i started watching an old miniseries that i loved 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 a long time ago and it's on uh, the new hbo max now Um, and it's all remastered from the earth to the moon the tom hanks um oh yeah i know what you're talking about i never saw it it takes place during the 60s you know uh and the quest to to to, that through the apollo uh missions and everything from how they built the spacecraft it really hits it from all the different angles uh Mm -hmm. and then ultimately to of course you know the apollo mission where they theoretically land on the moon i don't want to tell you what happens but it was in 1969 so i feel like no spoilers yeah (laughs) eventually we get to the moon in 1969 (laughs) um but uh, anyway, it's the uh, production quality, uh, production value in in what they're shooting. Of course, looks good, but but just the storytelling. And uh, if you liked Band of Brothers, I'm not really oh, a, yeah, a war guy, but I know you love the the World War II stuff. If you like yeah, Band of Brothers, time. it's very similar in the quality of storytelling, and cool, uh, but cool. just about uh, the moon landing. So pretty that's pretty cool. Awesome. So yeah. that's why I did the. Uh, um, <laughs> we choose to go to the moon and and do the other things. Whatever. That's where that's that cool. came from. J- that's JFK. Cool. Although just as appropriate when it comes to uh, uh, equality and things like that, it Mr. Is. JFK, it's all kind of relevant. Uh, do you want to just jump into this film and get it out of the way, and then talk about it after, or do you want to save it till the end? What do you want to do? I'm good Let's with it now. I'm cool with I'm cool with playing it now, and then we can talk about it if there's anything that you're like, oh, how did you do that, or what was your thought process here yeah and yeah. i should tell everybody else too. tell our friend at home at least that uh, uh i have not seen this i i intentionally didn't see it of course because we wanted i wanted to watch it with you quite frankly that's the truth Aww. um i did i did i you had already seen it a million times and ray schaefer's <laughs> already seen it over at porsche yeah. and i thought well what's the difference if i see it now six hours before why don't i just watch it with our friend at home and, uh, well, and cool. we can all enjoy it together. So um, without further ado, I guess I present to you Old Soul. Is this presented by anyone at this point, or are we still waiting on that? No, no, it's just us right now. All right, so, fantastic. I, don't, I so, mean, I don't think many people have seen it outside of our little circle. So I yeah, just meant I shouldn't so. be saying uh, presented by 
You'd think or a certain company like would be involved right now after you see it, but they haven't even seen it yet. So. Well, you know what? Then I'm. An, I know uh, that our uh, uh, rep from uh, we have a rep over at Haggerty, uh, Zach, whose name I don't remember right in front, but uh, he's probably watching. Um, uh, oh, cool. And and you know maybe that's somebody who uh, will take a look at it and uh, and see. Well, he or may maybe like get it this. in the right person's uh, hands or <laughs> inbox, however that works. So anyway, without further ado, I present to you Old Soul, uh, a V Dubber for Life auto film. Awesome. Roll it out. I definitely consider myself an old soul. I tend to connect with stuff that is vintage. I present to you now, without further ado, Old Soul. I definitely consider myself an old soul. <laughs> I turned it down a little. I tend to connect with stuff that is vintage. I was probably born four or five decades too late. It's not something you just hop in, turn a key, and in you're off. But once you are in the car, you strap in, you know, you click that steering wheel into place, you're rewarded with just this otherworldly driving experience. So this is one of five Porsche 906 race cars that was built specifically for the movie Ford v Ferrari. Uh, it, it actually played two different cars in the film, uh, even though it was the same car. It was the uh, number 15 blue and gray car for the Daytona race, and it also played the yellow and white number 32 car for the Le Mans race that you actually see at the end of the film. Like so many other people, I found myself in the theater last year just completely mesmerized by the film Ford v Ferrari. Right there on the big screen was the golden age of road racing being replayed in high definition on a 60-foot screen. And for two and a half hours, I was transported to an era in motorsports I've only ever been able to dream about visiting. Through the internet and social media, I've since been able to connect with a lot of the folks who worked on the film. Guys like art directors, picture car people, stunt drivers, it was pretty evident after getting to know a lot of these guys that they were just as passionate about that era of racing as I am. Everything was shot with real cars and real drivers, and, and I think that's a lot of what made the film so pure. The Carrera 6 was a really important step in the evolution of the Ferdinand Pieck racing program of the late 60s. It was an evolution that would eventually culminate in the highly successful Porsche 917. Around 65 total 906s were built in 1966, and it kind of makes them a rare sight nowadays. It was the last of the street legal prototype race cars that Porsche made, so it still had working turn signals and wipers. You could drive it on the street, even though it was basically a race car. This car in particular was built to portray the original chassis number 906017 Carrera 6 prototype. That car actually competed and won its class in the 1966 Daytona 24 Continental Endurance Race. 
It was driven by Hans Hermann and Herbert Linga, and it finished first in the two-liter prototype class and actually finished sixth overall, which in itself is a pretty remarkable feat given how much more displacement the cars like the Ford GT40s had over the Carrera 6. Probably one of the more surprising things that I learned in my research of the original car was that it only competed in the one race here in the U.S. Um, after that, it was used as a test mule for the Targa Florio. It sustained major frame damage when it hit a sheep, of all things, on a country road, and sadly, the car was deemed a write-off, and it was broken down for parts. Curiously enough, it was only just recently restored within the last decade from basically all the surviving pieces, and it now resides in a private collection in Europe. You know, as collectability and values of vintage race cars climb exponentially, the, the likelihood of experiencing something like that becomes less and less attainable to the average car enthusiast. Real Carrera 6s command two to three million dollars nowadays, but if I can get 80 or 90% of that visceral 1960s experience from this film car, I'd call it a win. I'm generally pretty active on social media, uh, especially Instagram. I love connecting with some of the younger fans who uh, follow me just for this car, and it's, it's fun to interact with them. Recently, uh, I had a younger fan, one such fan, that reached out to me on Instagram, and he actually had built a replica of this car out of little bits of cardboard and scotch tape and bendy straws, and I was completely blown away by his passion for this car and, and his enthusiasm to, to go to the trouble to build a replica of it out of cardboard. I just thought that was so cool. I was really moved by that. I feel like companies out there like Haggerty are really doing a great job um, crafting programs that raise awareness um, and, and help build that enthusiasm for the younger generation of car lovers. They have programs like teaching kids how to drive a manual gearbox. Um, they have open house events where kids can experience everything from a Model T to a muscle car. It's, it's a neat thing to be involved with and to see these kids really connecting with, with a car that was born you know, generations before they were. As long as we're there to educate, I feel like there's always going to be a younger generation there that's eager to learn. Most of the heroes that I look up to now are either dead or in their 80s or 90s. Hans Hermann, Herbert Linga, Vic Elford, it was just a different generation back then. You know, they, they strapped into cars that required every ounce of skill and energy a driver had, and, and then some. You know, as a car guy, I think everybody kind of has in the back of their mind that we can't take these things with us uh, when we pass away. In that respect, I feel like cars are kind of timeless. Um, as long as you have a good custodian, someone that can take care of it, maintain it mechanically, a car can really outlast all of us. In that way, it's, it's sort of a time machine. Cars are the one link I still have left to that generation. I sit behind the wheel, I close my eyes, and I'm right there in pit row at Daytona or Le Mans. And suddenly, it's 1966 all over again.
Thank you. Thank you. Oh, my goodness. It's so emotional. Let it play while I wipe the tears. <laughs> That's I'm not all joking. Bob, that was man. wonderful. That is all Bob. Just lovely. Lovely. Wow, thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Uh, how does it feel? I'm glad it's done. <laughs> eight minutes, man. It took a lot, a lot of hours to put that together. Just eight minutes. It's crazy. I bet, but it's so emotional. What a lovely journey. And I didn't realize, you know, sure, it's about the car and Hollywood and all that stuff. It's really about you. And that, yeah. to me, is wonderful. Really let us in a little bit on, on who you are and what you're all about. And I think that that is just brave, for one. I think it's bold. And I just salute you, sir. It makes me love you even more. That's well, tough. Thanks, I already love you a lot. Oh, well, you know what? It, it, there's a reason that I connected so so much with this car. And I, tr I figured this would be a good opportunity to like try and tell people like what it is about this car that that kind of drove me to, you know, do the things I did with it and why I chose that car. And, you know, I don't know. It's just, it seemed like a cool story to tell. And these, these guys aren't going to be around much longer probably. And, you know, it's kind of my way to honor them, I guess. So. I would like to uh, definitely give credit to your, uh, whoever shot it. The, 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 the shots were beautiful. Uh, editorial. Fantastic. Love some of the choices there. Some of them I saw coming, and some of them I didn't, which is very, very cool. cool. And uh, and yeah, the music is very touching, very touching. It is. It but is. it's all wrapped around you, sir. Well, yeah, I guess. But it was it took a took a village, man. Took a village. <laughs> I think that's fantastic. Um, <clears throat> the first couple minutes, I actually put on Instagram before. Oh, oh cool. You know, doing it doing it this way. I hope you don't mind. Yeah. No, uh, not at all. Uh, and what I said was. Um, to comment below for a chance to win a Hunziger mask. So maybe we'll, maybe that'll work. I'm terrible at this stuff. We were going to, uh, I thought, oh, we could come up with a game and everything, but it's like, that's so, it's, if we got a lot audience or something like then, then that's fun, but it doesn't yeah. really work in this given sense, uh, given uh, whatever, how, how we're all living these days. Yeah. Yeah. So true. Uh, so funny. Well, I'm glad you liked it, Jay. I'm glad it's finally out there in the world and, and people will be able to park their butt on the little leather bench and, you know, be sitting next to my car in the Heritage Gallery at one Porsche Drive and, and watch that video, you know, right there on the, on the you know, I think it's like a 40-inch flat screen that Ray's got set up there. It's going to be really cool. It's going to be neat. To be able to watch the film sitting next to the car is Yeah, that's cool. cool. Like, yeah, it's neat, neat, neat. Yeah, and the I'm stuff excited. of that car on the racetrack, you know, just watching it go past the red and whites and everything was so cool. Yeah. We really lucked out having the track to ourselves that day. Well, it's a funny story. There was actually another guy that was supposed to be coming with an original Shelby GT350 Mustang, and um, which would have worked great because it was one of those in the in the 
Ford V Ferrari scene that my car was in at the Daytona race. And um, for whatever reason, he like totally flaked on us and it didn't happen. But yeah, we were supposed to be mixing it up together on the racetrack, which would have been really cool. But for whatever reason, it didn't happen. So it, it would have been, but I like this to. how it was. I really I like this yeah. as a solo piece. Yeah, it was cool. And like kind of those drone shots at the end, you know, I, I wanted to reserve some of the money shots for that last kind of emotional bit about time travel and, you know, all that. Yeah. And so a lot of those drone shots are are so epic because it is just the car and it's kind of a ghostly, you know, serene scene. And yeah, it's, it, it worked really well. Yeah. Oh, that's so wild. I, I'm so happy to see it. I don't know. I'm just touched. It's It's everything I expected it to be, but I don't know why I thought it would be more of... I didn't expect it to be so you centric, and that I think is why I'm so touched. I'm like, oh, it's a movie about my friend. Like you were in yeah. the bug documentary. It's not like about you. Your little segment right. is kind of about you and why you why you're drawn to Volkswagen and all the stuff. But it, right. it, it, this I don't know. Somehow, this I feel like told us even more about you. Yeah, it's a little personal. <laughs> good for you. Good for you. Yeah, it's cool though. It was cool. We had a good time doing it, man. It was cool. It was a it was a nice uh, creative sort of side project to you know get my mind off all the craziness going on and do something with my spare time that I have so much of lately. <laughs> so. have, right. Have you ever done uh, one of those for the Mexican Bug uh, Taxi? No, but I would love to. That would be really cool to do. Just saying. Story. Yeah. Well, I tell you what. That that. We did get into it a little bit in the bug movie, and that's mm-hmm. honestly like my I think that's my favorite like little subplot of that entire documentary for some reason. It's weird, but like well, it's the, a the it, there's this happy did. it's this happy movie about oh, it's happy. look at what a happy car and how people enjoy it. and then like then there's also this what I mean jokingly, we call it sort of this Auschwitz moment for all of these German yeah. beetles. It's like a weird, yeah. There was a yeah. weird thing there where they were I ca- literally I just... literally called it the Beatle Holocaust in one of my interviews, and Damon, the director, was like, yeah, I don't think we're going to put that in there. We might offend some people. I was like, but... I stumbled over no... it, too. Yeah, I mean, I'm not trying to disrespect, like, what happened with the real Holocaust, but, I mean, this was literally, like, they were rounding these cars up and then sending them to the crusher, you know? I mean, it was, like, kind of what happened with yeah. these little Mexican taxis, and... um so, I mean, we didn't say those exact words, but I mean, that's kind of what happened. But um, I'm I'm super proud of that car. It's it's ironic because when we filmed the Bug movie, um, I had some pretty amazing cars. I mean, I had a '63 Bug that had 19,000 miles on it at the time. I had a Beetle that was sponsored by Skittles that was used in the La Carrera Panamericana back in the '90s. I had the original Herbie. I mean, the like best surviving Herbie out there. I had um, the taxi. I mean, I had a lot of really cool cars that we filmed with. Was and yours all the one cars, that's here now? I'm sorry to cut you off. Was your Herbie the one that's here in in uh, in SoCal now, or no? No, it's in Texas now. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, I know sorry which one you're thinking off. of. You're thinking the one that's at Galpin, right? Yeah, at, at Galp at Gas Galpin yeah. Autosport. Yeah, that car is from Herbie goes to Herbie rides again, and Herbie goes to Monte Carlo, I believe. It's got um, the little. Light on equally it. as original yeah like it's a really really nice car um but of all those cars that we filmed with the only one i have left from that time is the taxi and i drove it the other day and i just i love that car of all the cars that you would think i would have sold though i mean arguably the taxis worth the least out of all those other cars those are big ticket cars and isn't it among just, the rarest I'm, now though 
because it is. of the, I mean, because of the yeah. Holocaust? Yeah, I mean, there's just none of them left. Nobody thought to save any of them. And I even went back to Mexico City a couple of years ago trying to find a maroon and gold one, which was like the, the iteration after the eco green ones that they had in Mexico City. And I literally could not find one that was like wow. worth me going through all the trouble to bring it back across the border because they're just all the good ones are gone. It's crazy. Wow. So, yeah, it's a pretty rare car. Not worth a lot, but it's rare. So. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, though. It's so much fun to drive. Give cool me weird car. and quirky over valuable any day of the week. I mean, yeah, as long as it's that's kind of where I'm at in my life stuff. right now. Yeah, that's where I'm at in my life now too. Like value really doesn't mean anything to me. I like the story that goes behind story, it. Story, sentimental, guy. yeah, stuff like yeah. that. Sentimentality. Yep, yep. That's it. I guess maybe so. I'm an old soul. Nobody's ever told I me think, that. I think you are. I really do. I mean, the the way we talk about cars and how we're not like into the latest and greatest tech, I would definitely consider you an old soul as well. I think it all depends on what you believe in, right? Like, you know, like, yeah, it's the new late night place that they talked about panties for sale and religion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> what exactly. a wild, wild program covered, we have here, folks. Uh, yeah, no, I think it all depends on kind of what you believe, because I sort of believe that I've done this a bunch of times. And, um, and the, you know, at the very least, this isn't my first spin. And yeah. I feel like sometimes I run into older people who just bank on their age as I know more than you. And I'm like, mm hmm. If this were both of our first spin, I would agree with you. But the way you're yeah. acting now as a fucking eighty year old man shows me this isn't this is maybe your first spin. I mean, it's not mine. And it's not mine. It's definitely not <laughs> exactly. mine. Yeah. <laughs> Going yeah. with that you know, thought process. Uh but maybe those are all just the lives we live within this one life. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Do you ever do you ever have an experience though where you're just like completely drawn to something? Where it's like, man, like I like, and you can't explain what? it. Like for me, it was, well, I mean that obviously, yeah. I mean, that's, that's the biggie. Long like, time ago. Um, yeah. It, it's weird because like, took matters into around, my own hands. Right. Yeah. When I'm around old airplanes, like World War II oh, aircraft, yeah. like at my old job, like I just had this innate, like weird draw to them. Like I can't explain it. And I just like would get flooded with these weird emotions about these planes that I had never seen before. You know, I mean, obviously, I know what a B-17 is and a B-29, but when I'm, like, in one or got to fly on one or whatever, like, I just had these weird, like, I don't know. It was just, like, like... Not deja vu, but a familiarity, attraction. right? Yes, such a familiarity, such an attraction to it, and such a, like, a, a longing and, like, a sadness. And uh, so I'm a total believer in, like, old past lives and, like, wow, like, was I on one of these at one point back, you know? Can I tell weird. you, can I, can I, can I... Can I? Uh, you just shared some awesome stuff, and I feel like you've been Mr. Vulnerable today telling us all about yourself. I have a friend. I don't know if I've ever told you this story, but what you just said resonates with me really, really like a lot. I have a friend named Steve Straley. Steve Straley happens to – he's a childhood friend from home. He's one of my oldest friends ever. met him when I was 16 okay. years old. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> and still t probably one of, one of my two or three best friends in the world. You know, you get two or three people. Uh, right. uh, Steve Straley owns a, a contracting company out uh, up in uh, outside of New York called BDS Enterprises. He also happens to be the contractor who picked up this furniture from the museum for oh, us cool. and put it into a shipping stuff and you know sent it across the country for us. Uh, awesome. um, he and I are probably the closest of any two people I've ever met before and just that I don't know anyone who knows more about me. I, we've shared more with each other than ever before because of this strange bond, et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. um, like he's my old war buddy, but we haven't been to war. Okay. Mm -hmm. 
that's that's what I know of my friend. My friend a couple of years ago told me that he's like, mm, it took me a while to get here, but I've known for a long time that <clears throat> I don't know if I, I don't want to be outing my friend, but but he had these feelings that he was in World War II, and that we were in World War II together, and that we were fighter uh, pilots to get not in the no same way. plane, but we were like perhaps wingmen no joke mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh and we both uh strangely in this lifetime we both always thought that we would die early i thought i would die at 26 he thought he would die at 35 i think or before 35 either way we both had those like numbers burning and i'm kind of convinced based on his i did not do any of the telling he has the memories he has all of this stuff in him but mm-hmm. the detail at which he can like he doesn't know, like oh, we were on this plane together, and I remember this time, whatever. But he just, much like you, there's the, there's something there that he mm-hmm. swears is there, and and I swear I believe him, so I believe it's there. And we think maybe, like maybe we died in World War II, you know, together or something. Yeah, and, you know, at I maybe those that. ages, maybe I was 26, maybe he was 35. Yeah, that was the ages. Yeah, that's why um, it's ingrained in you. Yeah, I never, I never had the, the the memories and the feelings and the stuff that he did, but I do and did always have what you had when my dad brought me to air shows when I was a kid, and we would do that stuff. I was always into the World War II planes, the bombers yeah. and the Mustangs, and you know all that yeah. stuff. Oh, yeah. um, and 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 I was just always drawn to it. So I don't know. I thought it was because of my grandfather was in World War II, and like he gave me his purple heart, one of his purple hearts as a kid. Like I thought it was mm-hmm. all connected to that. But mm-hmm. if my buddy here is right and, and there's something truth to it, like it's totally possible. Maybe we all knew each other in another lifetime. I, Why not? Dude, I, I, I'm a firm believer in that stuff. And it's so weird, dude. I was I was driving in my thing the other day. I think it was when we were texting and I was like, yeah, I'm out for a countryside drive. And there was a guy in a World War II trainer that literally like came out of nowhere. You know, I saw Buzzed him you? like in the distance and I could hear it. And I was like, oh, that's a radial. That's got to be like an AT6 Texan trainer, you know? And it was painted in like Navy colors, like World War II Navy colors with stars and bars and stuff. And dude, I shit you not. Like as I'm watching it, he banks over, makes like a left-hand turn and he buzzed me at like a hundred feet. And I was like waving out the top of the thing, like going. I mean, it, was, it made my day. Like I was losing my mind. But I was like, how That's amazing. weird is that? Like, but he obviously so saw weird. you and went for you. Yeah, he must have. And and we both just like, it was just two random guys like enjoying their passions out in the country. And he like banked over and buzzed me. And I was like, that's priceless. That is the, so freaking The likelihood cool. of you two ever intersecting again in this lifetime is, is very slim right but probably but won't ever you were at the again. right place at the right time to yeah, have that moment so cool yeah i mean I, I was like at the time i was like shit i wish i'd have my phone out to where i could have even like captured that because it was so random and so cool i mean no how that, one was, yeah, that one was just for you that one was just for you weird weird but yeah sometimes i'm a firm believer in that do you ever have just the most i mean like it's just something so unbelievable that you simply have to take a picture of it and for whatever yeah, reason like, no hey, just believe fun, can't get it in time whatever or whatever <laughs> yeah I truly believe that that is how it's supposed to be. Yeah, exactly. It's it was, the big it's fish that got you. away. Yeah, it's just for you. That's why. Like, that's a moment that, like, no, nah, you don't have to share that with everyone else. That was for you. That wasn't for your Instagram audience. That was yep. that was just for you, and you got Absolutely. it. And that's ah, it's crazy, trippy shit, man. But that was cool. That's so, so neat. So yeah. So the thing, yeah, together. I forgot about your thing. I love that thing. Yeah, it's get a little of this thing. Car. Yeah, get a load of this thing. Yeah, that's that's a fun car, man. It's a cool winter. I'm trying to get all my drives in with that car because that gets parked pretty soon because it's gonna get it's gonna start getting cold here again. 
in the next month or so probably and no just, already you got till october yeah, probably it's, right it's gonna start getting down in the 50s already i saw so yeah it's holy yeah. crap i thought Dude, it was like 90 last, like last year i know well if it's anything like last year it goes from like like summer straight to winter it was weird we didn't really get much of a fall last year so and then like Wild. this year we it went pretty much from winter back to summer we didn't really get much of a spring either it was like cold 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 80s who the hell can keep weird. track of seasons if we had well, seasons we, to contend with too on the top of the rest of the show, I don't know how our friends back east are doing it. Shout out to the Roy family, by the way, <laughs> Sarah Roy, Linda Roy, Mr. Roy, uh, um, <laughs> Luke and Todd. I guess if we're doing that whole thing, um, but anyway, they've been out of power for like seven, eight days because of the hurricane or whatever oh, the storm yeah, was right. that blew through mm-hmm. there, and just all of our pe- t- Tony from Telefunken, he didn't have power. Kaz, I think, had power at work, but not at home or home, not at work. I can't uh, remember. Crazy stuff. So yeah, I think everything's stuff. just kind of falling apart. I think I think yeah. the, I think the poles are shifting. I think the magnetic, uh, you know, the, everything's going amok. I think yeah. it's the I think it's the core. You know, the movie The Core. I think it's probably yeah. a little bit of uh, uh, the day after tomorrow. I think we mm-hmm. definitely we watched 2012 the other day, so it's definitely that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's pretty much everything but uh, Independence Day and and yeah, uh, 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 Armageddon. But I'm sure that. Those are incoming oh, any just moment. Just wait, twenty twenty is not over yet. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's early. Well, and then they were saying they were talking about the San Andreas Fault today. Like, I guess oh, something that's the some... biggest one. Yeah, all yeah. these crazy microquakes along the uh, Salton Sea yeah. out there. You can't see it here; it's a little further inland. But uh, yeah. uh, all these things, they're saying, yeah, no, basically it's gonna it's gonna thing, and then it'll just kind of slide yeah. in. And I'm gonna say and then that the big that one is comes. All any adult ever told me about California as a kid: oh, one day it's gonna break off and slide into the ocean and float yeah. away. Yeah. Do you think that could happen? I don't think it would technically float away. No. Well, I don't think it would float away. But I've seen those landslide videos where there was earth with a bunch of homes on it and everything else, and then it's ocean. I could see parts of Malibu going into the ocean. But oh, I think you're yeah. yeah, I think you're thinking smaller. I think they're I think they're right. I think it may actually happen. You think more so? How far in do you think it would go? Salt and sea. Where the where Inland Empire, the nine oh nine baby Riverside. Jeez, dude. That's, that's what crazy. I think, because it, it doesn't make sense otherwise. It's you know what we see as a cliff. That's that's a big cliff to you and me. Yeah, yeah. To the earth, it's like nah, man. The crack's that's like sixty nothing. miles that way. Yeah, yeah. Damn. Are you a good swimmer? I I used to be. I used to be a really good swimmer. Mrs. Ryan used to be a lifeguard too. We both used to be lifeguards. Different Maybe places, practice. different times. Or get a bug, they float. What? Oh, that's said, true. Get a bug. Did, have you ever tested that? <laughs> um, no, but I have hydroplanes, and well, I mean, yeah, I guess I have. Um, I was in a flash flood one time in Texas in my high school car, and it it literally floated. Like, I mean, I don't know how long it would have floated for. It's not like sure. I've ever driven it into a pond, but but yeah, were you like yeah. what, like uh, in a parking lot or <clears throat> yeah, across it was the street? A parking lot. Yeah, it was a parking lot that had flooded out, but it was a really low like low-lying area and and there was a flash flood that had come through and i think there was like a little creek or something that had overrun and um like no one else in their regular cars could get across and i was like i'll hold my beer you know i'll do Ah! and and it's weird because like the moment i yeah the moment i hit like the steering wheel just went light you know like and i could spin it i was like oh shit i'm literally floating and then it floated and and i remember i turned the engine off because i didn't want to suck any water in and then it once it got to the other side i started the car back up and then it on it went 
it's funny there's all kinds of cool videos that me like mexico city when it floods down there they have these weird like underpasses basically and they flood out and you'll see all these cars that are like stopped and then a bug just like powers through it and, and gets to the other side they're great they're like really they they're like those thug life videos you know where they, where yeah. they put like the Nailed glasses it. in the little stogie and yeah and it's the bug yeah yeah when, when i was a kid uh growing up in connecticut there, uh, there is still a grocery shopping center in Darien, Connecticut called Good Wives Shopping Center. That's not Sweet. a joke. It's the name of the effing shopping center. And it's okay. not a last name. They mean <laughs> Good Wives. <laughs> right. Good wives it's dated for sure. But you'll yeah. remember it from the original uh, movie. Um, oh, shoot. What's the name of it? Where they all, uh, uh, Stefford Wives. Stefford oh, Wives. Okay. It's where they shopped in the Stepford Wives. That wasn't rebranded for the fucking movie, if they even show it in the That's movie. Hilarious. It's truly so called they, that. It, uh, it also, that for our fun. car people, it's it's also where the Cannonball Run used to depart from before in the oh, in the seventies wow. in the original the original uh -huh. days when that and the, before the movie it was called after. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. In fact, in the movie, they um, it's not it's not shot at the actual location. It's somewhere else. But uh, in the movie, the name of the restaurant put on like. You could tell they put it on like a signboard, like a like a marquee kind mm -hmm. of thing. Uh, yeah. They named it the real restaurant that was actually in Good Wives Shopping Center, though it was called Lock, Stock, and Barrel, and it was oh, a funny. green carpet, brass rail kind of a place, you know, like oh, yeah. that sort of a deal, uh, like a steakhousey kind of a place. Yeah. Dark, dark. Yeah, men yeah, used yeah, to drink yeah. there after work, that kind of place. Yeah, <laughs> my yeah, dad's yeah. office was right behind it. That's why I have all these stories. All of this stuff to tell you about this historic parking lot in Darien, Connecticut. It used to have a little deal here, a little, uh, mm -hmm. a little bit of a, and sure enough, my mom. I grew up in a Beetle. My mom had a Super Beetle, and mm -hmm. she uh, floated right across that when it was yep. flooded once. Same as you, just driving, 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 and oh, the ground's All gone. All of a sudden, now, and now we're not. Sure driving. enough, yeah. But sure enough, did float straight across to the other side. I don't know yep. how high the water. I don't know if the water were shaking, whatever. But on a flat, still surface, glided straight across like a raft. Yep. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the underbody, as long as it's not rusted out, you know, and you're not sucking water in, you know, because you got holes under your battery tray. But why yeah, is it different a, than a regular a car? Are the doors just sealed steel, better? Basically. Yeah, and I mean, I think just the way that the body is mounts to the chassis, it's all just kind of airtight. I mean, when BWs oh, interesting. were brand new. Yeah, when I BWs see your were point, because the engine's in the back, so there's no, mm -hmm. like, firewall holes in the front. Right, yeah. I mean, there's nowhere that water's really going to get in. Everything was sealed. And when Volkswagens were brand new, they were so tight that you'd have to roll the window down a little bit to shut the to door. Shut the I door. Remember that, yeah. you know. And like, that you can always tell what a good restoration is on on one of the ragtop beetles, like the big sliding sunroof ones, because when you shut it, all the air goes out the top of the sunroof. Like the cover kind of puffs out a little bit, like when you shut the door. Right. It's hilarious. That's when you know it's all sealed up nice. So. Very separately, did you know that um, that BMW made one of those ragtop, just like the Beetle with the canvas? Did you know that they I had that they had in the 3 on Series it, for a bit? At, for, oh, it was you, a special order thing? I didn't know you could get those on the 3 Series. I think the IZs had those back in the day, too. The that BMW makes sense for sure. Uh, yeah. uh, well, I had the same shape roof as a Beetle. But mm -hmm. this, uh, there, was, there was a 318 Ti. Remember the Ti, that little hatchback oh, yeah. deal? Yeah, because it looked kind of like, like the Corrado. Not the best-looking yeah. BMW ever. No, 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 no. Yeah. They had one of those at, at, uh, at, at the motoring club the other day. Shout out to Michael Rippetti over at the motoring club. Um, love you and everything you do. He's, this guy's so awesome. They had a going-away party for Sid Pandy, our friend who's 
because of the visa things in this country, unfortunately, has to go back to Dubai permanently. He was a great Porsche guy in town. Uh, we were doing his goodbye, and there was this 318 Ti there, and it had like M3 uh, lightweight wheels on it, and it, it had a oh, little wow. bit of trick to it. But more mm-hmm. importantly, was the BMW factory ragtop. I think it was power. That's cool. But it That's looked really cool. exactly like what you would see on top of your old Beetle. Right, that, like the Herbie, like hearts stay fast kind of material, and yeah, yeah and like tracks, really cool mm-hmm. tracks on the yeah, side kind of with like a little handle accordion kind of deal. back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's but, neat. That's really cool. I didn't know that you could get on newer BMWs. In my mind, it's not very efficient. In my mind, it's not even watertight. You know what I mean? No, like, not at all. No, I saw those old one those... ones, and they it used to go right into the car. Oh yeah, if you go with the spray car wash with like the the trigger nozzle thing, like the whole interior would be soaked <laughs> if you hit it from the side. Like they're not they're not good at all. Like they're they make noise. They're yeah. Unless you got pop out windows on a Beetle, when you have that sunroof back, you got this weird wind buffeting inside. Like you almost have to have the pop out windows in the back to like yeah. let the airflow go through. Otherwise, oh, it's right. a mess. But they look cool. Yeah, they do look cool. They really do look cool. And when it's open, it's huge. I know. It's great. I'm actually trying to buy one right now on Facebook Marketplace. This lady contacted me, and and now she's, like, ghosted me. It's over in Ohio. It's been sitting for forever. What year? But now she's, like, ghosted me. So it's a 60, 1960, ceramic green. It's a cool car. I mean, it needs work. But I was like, well, it'd be something fun to work on over the winter. And now she's, like, completely, like, not messaging me back. And people on Facebook Marketplace and Craigslist are so flaky. I hate it. I don't know how anyone gets any transactions done there because it's just impossible. Like, uh, do do you find the internet's becoming more and more of a hostile bullshit place? I find it is, and I'll tell you why. Like, I don't like. I it's it's all it's all games now. Like, especially with these classify ads for cars. Like, because you'll see that, like, especially on Facebook Marketplace, they'll put like fifteen hundred dollars, and then you click on it, you're like, wow, that's like a good deal. And you click on it, it's fifteen thousand, but they put the real price in the actual ad, not the one. So it's like right. this oh, total mistake. Sorry about that. Bullshit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, wouldn't let me put the full price. I'm like, yeah, no, it does. Like you're just being an asshole <laughs> yeah, and trying right, to three trick digits. everybody. Yeah, it's just like but yeah, it just it's it's getting worse. It's getting worse. I don't know. But like, yeah, I mean, that's how you buy a car nowadays. I mean, it's the the days of like going through the countryside and finding cars sitting in barns and out in the field. Like those days are over. Like this is how you get cars now. You know, old cars. You look on Facebook Marketplace or I used to like the Recycler. They had like ah uh, yeah. And- in Texas, we had the Thrifty Nickel, and the Thrifty Nickel would come out a certain day, and you'd want to be there right in the morning when the new ones would come out. And then, do you, oh, do you great. this? You just brought back. Th- you're describing how I got into racing my 944. The guy really? who ran that magazine, the equivalent of that mm-hmm. Penny Saver or the yeah. Weekly, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, out here, they call it the Penny Saver, I think. But we had something close to that recycler, and I can't remember. Kaz would probably know what it is. Anyway, uh, the guy who did that was a gearhead, a motorhead. He was a Brit or an Australian, and I can't remember now because I was too young to know the difference at the time. And mm-hmm. uh, and he, but he would go to all the dealerships and you know get all of the whatever the, he would go to all the used car uh, departments oh, yeah. and blah 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 for his thing. So anyway, yeah. he came to uh, Bob Sharp uh, Nissan. It was Bob Sharp mm-hmm. Nissan then, not Ferrari. I wish I worked at mm-hmm. the Ferrari dealership. That was already gone. But Bob Sharp Nissan, um, and uh, his name was Dave. I can't believe this is all coming back to me now. His name was Dave. He was super tall, like super tall, like six, 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 seven. And he was the guy who was like, "Oh, you got a nine forty four, mate. You, uh, mate. He might have been, yeah, maybe Australian. Uh, you got to mm-hmm. come. Uh, uh, um, you got to come to autocross." 
So he had me go, he literally talked me into autocross the same Saturday of the week he was there, like on a Thursday. He's like, oh, you should come in three days, two days or whatever. I was like, okay, I guess I'm ready. I had my go-kart helmet with me. That's stupid shit. But anyway, that same guy um, used to do like driving events and stuff. And he's the one who got me starting to go to Lime Rock and everything else. So oh, that, that was cool. that was why I started like doing any of that stuff. I remembered it from wow. when I was a kid and everything. But that was the first time I was actually doing any of it. And it was the guy from the from what you're the talking penny saver about. The or recycler, the recycler yeah. or whatever it was. Oh, that's so well, cool. I can't remember what it was called, but the, the logo to it had a, a, oh, Auto Trader? No, that's something else. But the, whatever the, uh, um, like the logo, the masthead was of a license plate. It was like a play on words and a license plate. And I just can't remember no, what, that's the, cool. what that's the, really heck, cool. the thing was. Yeah, in West Texas, like where I grew up primarily out in Midland, Odessa, it was called a Thrifty Nickel. And so I would always, actually for a while, like I would run a wanted ad um, in the thrift angle, like, you know, buying old Volkswagens that are broke down, don't run, whatever. I mean, back then people would just like say, if you come tow it away, you can have it. And, um, really? So yeah. So just tow it dad, away. It, yeah. And so my dad, um, he worked at all these dealerships and they would have what we called the bullpen in the back, which is where they put all that shitty, like wholesale cars that weren't good enough to put on the used car lot. And um, so I, I would just stack these cars back in the bullpen and then either flip them or fix them up a little bit and sell them or whatever else. Yeah, it's funny. I, I miss those days. Yeah, the simplicity, right? Yeah, the simplicity. Well, back before shows like, you know, like American Pickers and stuff. Now everybody thinks that their, you know, Volkswagen bus is worth $150,000 because they saw Mike Wolf with one. So, you know, all, all these car shows now, like everything's worth a fortune now. So. I, the car shows, I'll I'll credit. I I agree with you, but I put the blame on that uh, Antiques Roadshow. They fucked it up oh, for yeah. everybody. Everybody yeah. thinks they they've did. got a million dollar vase in the in the attic. I know. And by by the mm. way, some people do. So I guess it's yeah. kind of a neat thing. I mean, it shit doesn't end up in the landfill. Yeah. Yep. Uh, uh let's see. Well, we'll congratulate. Uh, it's probably Will for uh, being the first comment of a couple comments on the uh, on the thing there. So uh, it's probably Will. Is he will our probably face mask winner? Yeah, he will probably hey, have a face mask, mask from Hunziker. <laughs> That's awesome. Will, uh, please Yay. direct a, a you know direct message us or your uh, address on the uh, Instagram there, and we will uh, get it over to Hunziker. And oh, and which mask you want? Got to go to Hunziker.com, shop Hunziker, and uh, figure out which mask. Let us know, and uh, we'll get it out to you. Sweet. Good stuff. Thanks. Awesome, Thanks for playing. Man. That was yeah, that worked out easy well. if we did it that way. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I told you this a long time ago when when uh, when Nicholas and Heather were nice enough to you know start having us place their uh, uh, their wardrobe on us for the show and everything mm-hmm. we uh we very very briefly talked about you know like giveaways or whatever and I was just never really into it not because I didn't want to give stuff away who doesn't want to give stuff away uh but I didn't <laughs> I know myself and I didn't want to go ship stuff there's not many things I like less than going to ship stuff and I was like Really? You go ship a t-shirt every week? Like, are you crazy? <laughs> it's not yeah. me. Yeah. Anyway, this is much easier. We just give your information to the, the Hunziker, uh, 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 you know, shop over there, and then and they'll get it out to you through wherever it actually comes from. It's probably not even them anymore. So much, much That's better awesome. system. Much, much easier. Yeah, that works great. That works great. That's hey, how's the, uh, how's the studio coming over there at the uh, Westside Collector, car collector storage? I'm right? going to say overall quite good. Overall quite good. Everything <laughs> is good. The the studio technically is built and together. 
Um, nice. They are starting to use it now this week. Um, they did one just the other day. All right. We, I don't know how to t- tell you this in order. Yeah, I'll, I'll keep going this way, and then I'll back it up for something later for a for a, an announcement. Um, they tried to do one the other day, and what happened to Zach is what happened to me one time where, like, you don't have the board audio. You only have the iPhone audio. Oh, okay. Yeah, so they did one with somebody the other day, and it's like it totally is great picture in the new space, but crappy audio because it's just like <laughs> an, an mm. iPhone sitting on a table in a room. Gotcha. Uh, so there are some bugs. There's some glitchiness with the app uh, that is it's, – it's not glitchiness. It's more like it's, it's, a, it's doing a tremendous amount of stuff for one little thing. So you mm-hmm. have to kind of do things in a certain way, and mm-hmm. that's definitely a learning curve. It was for me. Um, so I think they're going through it too. Um, so that's, the, that's the, that, that side of things. The, uh, the physical space is not done yet. That will – we're waiting on some materials that are coming. Um, mm-hmm. that will be like, you know, behind Matt, like basically the backdrop, like we have the skyline here and you have your nice bookcases. It'll be something else cool. for Matt, um, okay, cool. that, that we're excited to, to put together. Um, we think it'll look really, really cool. Uh, we awesome. think it'll be a little bit recording studio, but a little bit more modern and contemporary and just a little bit kind of hip. And if, if it comes together the way it does in my mind, it might be kind of like really hip and a little bit, you know, like forward thinking, which is definitely what his place is over there so it would mm-hmm. would, would fit together it would fit um, well. as, yeah. as far as the quality fit and finish of the whole joint it's amazing it's absolutely amazing the more time i spend there the more i learn about it like his security systems up and it's just everything is like the most amazing version of the most amazing thing you have seen of that application sure. you know what i mean yeah i bet so it's it's definitely really fun to have that as a place to go work right now. Oh, um, yeah. You know, we're sort of wrapping it up once I think the art's done and everything. Um, you know, we'll call that a day. And um, we, we joked once the system was up and running and everything, I was like, Zach, you got the con. <laughs> like, I don't – it's all you. <laughs> it's you. Um, but uh, I can announce here that I'm going to be a guest on the Smoking Tire podcast tomorrow, which is pretty exciting. They asked what? me the other Are day really? to be uh, to be the first guest in the new studio, even though it wasn't oh, quite done so yet. Oh, that's so cool. And, uh, and we, we were having technical issues like getting his TV and stuff. Not anything that I, we have control over, but just building stuff, you know, the, the infrastructure from the building and mating it to our system. Um, so anyway, we, we didn't end up we, – we all worked on that that late instead of doing the show. But uh, we're going to do mm-hmm. it tomorrow, and uh, it'll get released whenever they do that. But um, Jay, that'll definitely be good for, so for cool. all of us. It's a very, very nice thank you to Zach and Matt for asking. Uh, That's very really honored. cool. Very honored. Oh man, I'm I thought I'd have to you. angle for it. You know what I mean? But no, they offered. <laughs> I'm just well, kidding. that's cool, man. That's good karma. And it'll be fun. It'll be really fun to um, to talk about the space with them for yes. a, a, a much larger audience. <laughs> yeah. Currently, currently. That's cool. That's cool. For now. Yeah. Yeah. It is. It, I'm excited about the whole thing. I got. Um, I got really excited when, you know, when the lights went up and then I got excited when the table went in and then I mm-hmm. got excited when like the mics all went live and stuff. Like there are different little stages as each, as each depart, like in a, in a, if this were a real production, like, a, like, like we have going here, like there, there would be an audio department, a lighting department, a set department, oh, yeah. all these yeah. different places have different departments. Sound is different from lighting is different from camera is different from grips and electric. Um, Every time one of those little departments would sort of get like a check, like, oh, we finished each one. It's, it's, 
I don't know, I get a little bit more excited, a little bit lighter, and a little bit like we're ready to show it to everybody. And I think yeah. that's where they are. They're ready to show it. They're starting already without a demon being done. So they're definitely overdoing the, uh, <laughs> not overdoing, they're overdoing the home uh, podcast, I think. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I'm talking about all sorts of things. I was going to tell you that I think I'm a little bit nervous too. And I, apparently I am because I, I don't know what the hell I just said or why I said most to do, of it. To do his show or what are you nervous about? Yeah, yeah. To, to be, a, Yeah, no, to be a guest. To be a guest. I haven't done that in a little bit. And I, I think we might go live. I mean, like being live to a large audience is new for me. You know, I mean, being mm-hmm. live to 10, 20, 30 people is not a big deal. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm sort of used to that at this point. But uh, I did Matt's uh, I did Matt's podcast, The Smoking Tire, when we had the Bug movie out, and we were doing the press. We did the Adam Carolla show, and then we did um, we did the Smoking Tire, and it was really cool. It was at was, his old studio, though. That's what I was going to ask. Was it the one above the dentist office that he talked Correct. about? Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's the one. Yep. I never got to at. see that. And he said he he and Zach were telling me that they used to do it at 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 either. I don't know if they lived together. I think they all lived together at that point, probably like a bunch of bachelor kids. And I think they used to do it from their house. Mm-hmm. Sort yeah, of like we yeah, started. Yeah, they did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. I know you listen a lot to that show. Do you ever watch it? The Smoking I Heart? watch it sometimes. I, normally, normally, I'm listening to it in the car. But I have, there have been times that I've, I've had time like, you know, at home to just actually like sit down in front of my computer or whatever and I'll pull it up and... Um, it's equally as good with the video, honestly. I mean, I'm sure much more so now with this new setup, but. Well, what I was going to um, say is I, you know, you know me, I don't listen to podcasts. I mean, I've, I listened mm-hmm. to like the first 10 minutes of that one of Spike, uh, Spike Ferriston's, uh, Spike mm-hmm. Car Radio with Zuckerman mm-hmm. when they had the Letterman 944, they were talking about that auction. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They didn't talk about the car for very long. And that was all I was. And I was like here while I was building this studio, it was a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. Still the only podcast I've listened to. Don't even listen to ours. But I will watch it on YouTube. So I watched mm-hmm. the Spike Ferriston one, uh, and I thought that Zach and Matt are great together. And I, I know that mm-hmm. I'm the only one who's new to this, but mm-hmm. they're very funny together. Like, they're really more like a couple comedians than a couple mm-hmm. car guys, even though they know everything about cars. Yeah. Uh, so it's really, really enjoyable. I'm hoping that this new space... And like the new cameras and just, you know, better lights and everything else. I'm hoping it gives them a chance to like really interact. Like, I think, I think it will, if anything, it should help their, their on air kind of thing. I don't know. I was wondering if I should like, I don't really know what they do. I've only seen that one uh, episode and I think that's why I'm nervous. I'm like going on a big show that I'm excited to go on, but I don't really Mm -hmm. know that much about it. I know that I like Zach and Matt a lot now as people mm-hmm. i like them i'm mm-hmm. fond of both of them actually a lot now more than i thought i'd be but mm-hmm. but like the show i still don't know the, the, the material that well right <laughs> i may they do some i pretty... may be the dumb guy who doesn't know anything about cars that's what i'm afraid of you know oh no i don't think it'll be like that because i mean honestly you're probably going to talk more about audio equipment and you know geeky podcast stuff anyway well, I, I guess like, but I then know. nobody will want to listen to that show because i think his oh audience i don't know mainly car oh, people. i think a, I think now with how COVID is, I think a lot of people want some insight into how to set up their own thing. I think a lot of people are trying to get into this space. So, well, I certainly I hope think, so. No, anyway. So, shout out to Zach and Matt. Thank you very much. That's where I'll be tomorrow. That's cool. I'm dude. I'm so excited for you. You're gonna have a blast. So you're gonna be the first guest with the new setup. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, because they did one the other day, but it didn't. The audio. I that, think they may still works. air it. I don't know. 
don't know. But it's not, I don't think this is like the the moon, uh, I don't think this is Neil and Buzz fighting over the first steps on the lunar surface, you know? (laughs) Right, 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 right. (laughs) I don't think it's quite that. You're going to have fun, though. That'll be cool. Uh, you know what? We didn't get to this at all, but I wanted to talk about before we mentioned, uh, the, um, you know, all of your cars and everything. And you have had Haggerty Insurance for a very long time. Is that correct? Yeah, I've been with Haggerty for probably over a decade now. Yeah, I've had Haggerty for a long time. Yep. Um, we don't have Haggerty right now, and I'm now thinking that we should totally switch, especially with in light of everything going on. But uh, that's funny. I just took myself out of my – I was doing a little bit for you, and I took myself out of it. <laughs> anyway, uh, you know, the difference between men and boys is the coverage for their toys. Why am I saying that, Tori? I'm saying that because of St. Clair Insurance. St. Clair Insurance has coverage for your toys. Uh, shout out to Jeff St. Clair and St. Clair Insurance. I'm going <clears> to <throat> – figure out ways to say that better because right now I'm choking over it and I don't know why. Um, If you have an RV, if you've got a boat, if you've got a collector car, if you've got a regular car, if you own a home, all the regular things that you get insurance for, absolutely. But then some of the things you don't necessarily like jet skis, like campers. Um, We talked about boats the other day. Um, You like, you're supposed to have insurance for your boat. That's like a thing. (laughs) Somebody was like, you don't need insurance for a boat. I was like, is it registered? Yeah, you do. (laughs) Yep. I sure do. <laughs> it was somebody who had, you know, it wasn't a registered boat. So uh, anyway, Sinclair Insurance, um, check them out. Coverageforyourtoys.com. We highly, highly recommend it. That's awesome. Thanks. Very cool. <laughs> yeah, I love Haggerty. Saint, so, Saint Clair Insurance. I keep saying Saint Clair, and I, I don't know Saint why Claire. I'm doing that. Saint like, Clair. Like Saint Martin. Like that's actually how it's pronounced. When you, it's not Saint Martin. When you go to Saint Martin, it's Saint Martin. Is that why I'm doing that? I don't know, but I was corrected when we started flying to St. Martin, but it's not St. Martin, it's St. Martin. Same with every time I fly into Louisville, it's Louisville. Like oh, Louisville, for sure. Oh, my God. I don't miss any Well, of that you probably shit. get that in Balmer, too, right? Balmer? What's that? Baltimore? Oh, I've never heard Balmer. Mm-mm. Oh, really? No. It might just Mm-mm. be my grandfather who passed away. Baltimore. <laughs> Balmer County? Balmer County? That's funny. Yeah, no, I've never heard that. Yeah, the Tim Moore seems to go away. Anyway, I don't know. Do we cover all the stuff? I just realized we're over the hour. You got me talking about smoking tire. I probably got a, a little. I bit guess I'm like yammery. so excited that you're going on smoking tire now. That's so cool. That'd oh, be, thanks, buddy. I would have told you sooner, a but huge I didn't. Audience. I didn't want to blow no, it. No pressure. <laughs> oh, what a jerk! <laughs> no, you'll thanks. Be good. <laughs> <laughs> you'll be good. You'll be good. Whatever. You're such I, you a know, natural I, it's one of those things. Camera. He asked me something. I had to drill. A, I still have to do it, actually. I like drill a hole through the wall in a certain thing for a certain thing uh, uh, in a certain place and stuff. And he asked me, he's like, what's your confidence level? And I was like, he, he goes, are you confident? I was like, yeah. <laughs> he was all the way across the building. He was like, that is the worst confidence I've ever heard. It's like, no, so I'm confident funny. in my abilities. I have no worries there. I didn't like my options for what I had to do. Like, you know what I mean? There were, yeah. there were, uh, parameters to live between and it's sort of the same thing like i'm totally confident in myself and my ability to have a conversation with pretty much anybody you know kids adults whatever but when it comes down to the subject matter of what we're supposed to talk about if i don't know that much about it or i am the dumbest guy in the room which i am with those guys um about cars yeah it's it is intimidating it's intimidating for me and i think i think it will be like if I ever get to do spikes, I think it will be a little bit easier for me because, or if spikes ever here, because we have other 
non-car related things that we could talk about that I'm very, very knowledgeable about. Oh man, just your talk show stuff. Like I would love to hear you and Spike talk Letterman. Like I would listen to that for an hour. I would love to do it. I would love to do it. Spike Ferris, then please come here or please invite me there. I would love to do it if that's, if that's, that'd be a great, that's ever in the cards. Yeah. I mean, it's only natural. I mean, Farah's been at yours, and Zuckerman, and like Spike. Well, you got a Zuckerman God, first. Spike. You you booked that show. I did, but Zuckerman. That was awesome, shit, man. You just got that was ask. awesome. He's a he's a cool dude. I love Paul. It was one he's of my favorite guy. interviews of all time, and not because I'm special, because of what he gave. He was so generous and so giving with both his knowledge, yeah. his information, and his personal and just history. Just so genuine. Just a genuine guy. I think so many people like, you know, they hear this brash New Yorker lawyer you know personal injury attorney on on the show and but he's he's just a teddy bear you know he's i i love that guy he's badass showed both sides that day it was super cool he did yeah so generous a a multifaceted man and a hell of a collector he's got a great eye for cool cars yeah agreed um oh uh thursday we should talk about thursday we've got uh andrew florin coming over porsche's porsche's from instagram our good friend oh, Andrew. Sweet. He's been here before. He was here with his dad one time as well. Yep, I remember and, that show. Um, I watched that. And uh, and he's just a super cool guy. And we see him frequently now because he's back on the West Coast. So he's able to come back in to uh, see us. That's and he's awesome, a doctor. Man. He's a goddamn Very doctor. Cool. And he's going to come in That's and see cool. us. And we'll, you know, we'll we'll be about this far. We distanced the chairs last time. I think everyone else noticed that, you know. We, mm-hmm. they, we did make them a little bit. We spread everything apart a little bit. Oh, you probably can't tell too much there, but it is true. Um, so we'll probably talk a little bit about everything that's going on and not because like, I want to get controversial about it, but I'm curious to know what somebody who goes to Cedar sinai to work, uh, every day knows and, um, and can recommend to the rest of us. Yeah. Definitely. Let alone, oh my gosh, one of the biggest Porsche fan, Porsche file, Porsche families I've ever known. You remember the story with him and his dad and the car and everything? It's crazy. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. Yeah, that was a yeah. good show. I, I remember watching that show with his dad. All right, so cool. Andrew Florin on Thursday. I'm I'm just fun going, going, going. I love you. Uh, are we good? Did, did good. I skip anything? Did I forget anything? I don't think so. I think we covered everything we were going to cover. Ch- check out the Porsche display if you happen to be down in Atlanta. Go down to uh, uh, Porsche and a one Porsche drive, Heritage Gallery. I think, is it by appointment? It's going to be open soon by appointment, or is it open to the public? It's open now if you do the, the drive, you know, the, the driving experience, experience or whatever, then that, that grants you permission or um, it grants you access into the Heritage Gallery. Beautiful. You can get a tour through there. Yeah. Beautiful. I don't know if, I don't think the restaurant's open yet. Um, 356 Cafe? I don't Cafe. think they're doing the sim. Yeah, I don't think they're doing the sim again yet, but the, I do know that they're doing the drive experiences. So if you do book a drive experience, you can get into the Heritage Gallery right now. And the display opens tomorrow. So, so cool, man. Congratulations to you. Congratulations to you. you. Congratulations to you, not only for that uh, and completing that beautiful car, but completing that wonderful film that we all got to enjoy earlier Uh, and, and, and for sharing so much about yourself in that film with the audience and the world. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Really proud of you. It was, it was fun to do. And there's a little bit of old soul in all of us, I feel like, so. With that, <laughs> on behalf of Tori Alonzo, myself, and Mrs. Ryan, who's on assignment, uh, we love you. We love you at home. Thank you, thank you, thank you for uh, spending time with us here in the playset. Um, we're kind of figuring out what we're doing, but we're into a groove with this Tuesdays with Tori. I kind of don't want this to change. Whatever this is needs to keep evolving, if you're cool I with that. It. 
I am yeah. totally cool with that. Got nothing I really, time, I really enjoy the laid back. I guess it's more podcasty probably, but I really enjoy just the the the, the catch up and everything. And then I think as we bring back the other days uh, of shows and stuff, I think we'll get into like oh, having a guest doing the long form stuff as well, yeah. and maybe um, at some point. Um, expanding in other ways as well so um, lots of things lots of things in the works behind the scenes um, lots of but- things it's just nice to be doing something in the meantime because it's you know guests in in studio guests aren't the easiest to get right now you know obviously no. so well i love I you but i don't want this to change all, like- even when even when this is over and whatever like we need to keep this up and make this into you know maybe we'll add a guest or i don't know what we'll do here whatever kind of whatever you want I, in fact i'd oh, love cool. for you to make it whatever you think it should be and that way i can just fall in line I'm digging this, man. We'll we'll Great. figure it out. It's it's going the right direction. We love you at home. Please love one another, and we will see you all uh, next week for Tuesdays with Tori, Thursday with Andrew Florin. Awesome. Have fun tomorrow. Thanks, but oh yeah, and I'll be on the Smoking Tired. Uh, see, look at me forgetting the business of it all. And of course, check out Smoking Tired tomorrow if it goes live, which I think it might uh, tomorrow. Otherwise, uh, in a couple of days or whatever their schedule is. Talk to you soon. Love you at home. See ya.